0: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Everyone, it's Anne Marie Cross here again with you, money, marketing, and mindset business coach, and of course the host of Coaches Connection. And this is episode number nine. What to do when a prospective coaching client says no? And this is something I'm sure we've all experienced. So, what I'm going to talk about today? Well, how to effectively manage your feelings of disappointment. I know it can be really disappointing when you've got your ideal client speaking with you, and they say no to your offer. So. What do you do to manage these feelings of disappointment so that you don't continue to block yourself from making an offer to another prospective client? We don't want that to happen. I'll also be talking about how your beliefs may be holding you back from making that sale. A checklist of some practical steps around building your credibility, your hireability and desirability, all very important things. Deborah Dees emailed in a question, the biggest hurdle that she has to getting paid what she's worth not wanting to overpromise results what does she do there maybe this is something that you relate to as well and of course as always i'll be sharing an inspirational quote to help empower you during this week lots of exciting things to uh, speak about in an upcoming show in today's show Now, if this is the very first time that you're joining me today, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you here listening uh, to today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed to our iTunes channel, go ahead and do that after today's show because every week I share another tip and strategies on Coaches Connection series and, of course, my weekly interviews with other guest experts on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. And if you subscribe to our iTunes channel, that means... Every time we have a new show, it's delivered, it's updated on your iTunes channel, and it means you're not going to miss out on other tips and strategies to help you build a successful coaching business. You can take your business to the next level, doing what you love, which is what it's all about, isn't it? All right, so if you've got a question that you would like me to answer in an upcoming show, there's a number of ways you can reach out. You can contact me if you're in Australia on 039 708 6930. If you're within the US, dial us up on 520 777 9610. And of course, if you're calling in anywhere from the world, even Australia or the US, and you want to leave a message via the website, just click the button that says send a voice message. All right, let's get on to today's show. What to do when a prospective coaching client says no. I'm sure each and every one of us can relate to We're speaking to a prospective client. We've asked some great questions. We found out what they're struggling with, and we know that our coaching services, our program, is certainly going to support them. We put our offer to them, and they come back with a no. It can be so disheartening, can't it? But you know what's really important is that you effectively manage your feelings of disappointment, because if you don't, and it strengthens the belief of I'm not worthy or, you know, you take it to personally, that can really stop you from getting out there in a confident manner, offering your services and your programs to other prospective clients. So I want you to think about what is it that comes up for you when someone says no? Is it that you're secretly afraid of maybe rejection, Is there no rejection to you? Or does it give you the sense of not being approved? That they don't approve of of your services and certainly certainly don't think you're, you know, valuable enough to, to invest in. Maybe you don't feel as if they like you enough and that's the reason why. Or maybe you feel that you're being judged. You know, or maybe it's another reason. But What's really important to recognise that that no is not a direct reflection on you or your services. It's nothing to do with you. So please do not take that personally if you receive a no. It's not that they're rejecting you. It's not that they disapprove of you. It's not that they don't like you. And it certainly doesn't mean that they're judging you. And what I'll often share in my tweets is that It's at this time that this prospective client is not ready yet. Now, you may certainly in your conversations talk about, uh, you know, they're, they're thinking about the reason behind them saying no. You know, one of the key things that gets people stuck is I can't afford it. And if that's something you're saying to yourself or if that's something that you're hearing your clients say consistently, it's something that you really can support them in breaking through. Because let's face it, the I can't afford it is really stopping ourselves from saying, hey, I'm worth this. So you can certainly help your clients work through that. And this is certainly something that I support my clients in being able to have those objection conversations so that you can powerfully transform a no into a yes. But here's some other things that you need to think about. That no is not a direct reflection on you. Is your prospective client on your list? Are they on your keep in touch system? because it may take some time for them to get to develop a relationship with you. You know, those key factors of know, like, and trust, which are really very important. And I think I've mentioned on a couple of other shows that in my career coaching business, which I've run for many, many years, there were times when executives had only just heard about me and they'd get onto my uh, mailing list. And at that time I was sending out uh, fortnightly newsletters And it was often that I would hear from someone about 18 months later, and this would often be the case where someone would contact me and say, Hey, I've been on your newsletter list for now 18 months, really love the articles, I'm now ready to move forward in my career. How can we get started? So, you know, if I had spoken to that uh, prospective client, you know, 18 months ago, and he or she said, No, I'm not ready to move forward yet, had I taken that as a personal Uh, rejection you know I may never have offered them the opportunity to get on my list and kept continuing to communicate with them through my regular newsletter and what would not have happened is that they would not have been uh, regularly hearing about me building you know me building my credibility and reputation as an expert as a career coach and certainly learning about the successes that my clients were achieving so that when they got to the point where they were ready to move forward guess who was top of mind? Guess who they thought of to support them in making that move? Absolutely me. And that uh, is because I continued to keep in touch with them on my keep in touch strategy. Now, you can do that as well. So what's really important is not to take it personally. It's not a rejection. It's not saying you're no good and you're not worthy of being invested in. It just means that they're not ready yet. So keep them on your keep in touch strategy on get them on your list so that you can continue to communicate them and nurture that relationship so that when they get to a point in time where they're ready to move forward, you're the person that they'll reach out to and want to work with. Another point that I do want to mention is that what are some of the beliefs that you have around making a sale? Because if you think that all salespeople are scumbags, (laughs) that they're pushy, that uh, they're trying to pull a wool over their eyes, you know, the prospect's eyes and all of those negative beliefs that we can carry around sometimes about sales. If you think about sales in that way, then I really encourage you to get some support in changing that belief. Because it's going to be very difficult for you to build a relationship with a prospective client. You know, many many years ago, when I was starting my business, sales to me and selling was a dirty word. I have to be honest, and it took some time for me to um, transform my thoughts and my beliefs around that. Because there'd been some times where I had been uh, working with a salesperson, or you know, you'd walking in a shop and they just clung on to you and and really created some pretty negative beliefs around salespeople. But you know what I recognised, and this is true for heart-centred entrepreneurs, particularly for coaches and healers and people who really want to support their clients. We care about our clients, don't we? And when we look at it from that point of view of really wanting to be of support to your ideal client and to that prospective client, you are having a conversation with them, you're identifying their needs, you're showing them that you've got a solution to help them get over their struggles, get over their problems, overcome their challenges, and of course achieve their goals with um, far less hassle. And uh, so that's really important that it's just a conversation, a conversation where you can demonstrate you can support them. And how you deliver that conversation is up to you. So if you're not a pushy person and would never come across in that way then of course you can reflect that within your conversation as well when you're speaking to a prospect so that's really important check in to your beliefs what do you have uh, as far as beliefs around sales and, and selling that really needs to be empowering and support you in your conversations thirdly here's a couple of things that you need to be thinking about. These are some practical steps. So you can use these as a bit of a checklist around building your credibility, your hireability and desirability. And um, if you haven't already gone to my website, which is at www.annemariecross.com, there's so many different articles about how to build your credibility, things to do about building your hireability and desirability. But basically, The credibility building strategies is really you continuing to position yourself as a specialist in your field, that the programs that you have to offer, your signature system, which every single one of you should have in place, a signature system whereby you become known as a specialist because you're offering the signature system. For instance, a lot of my programs are get paid what you're worth and they center around that money mindset breakthroughs and uh, six figure breakthrough secrets programs as well. So those are a couple of my signature systems. Uh, What's your signature system? So you can build your credibility around that through the articles that you create and share through the content that you continue to develop and promote and, and send out to your ideal clients in the community. Those are all, those are just a few things that you can be doing to build your credibility. Awards, successes that your clients have had, all of those different things, things that have really singled you out to demonstrate that what you've been doing is really um, holding you in good stead and shows that you are credible in your field now the hireability ability and desirability is all about creating desire for a potential client to want to work with you and a couple of strategies is really to continue to showcase the successes that your clients have achieved now you know maybe your clients who have just recently gone through your programs have really accelerated their levels of success Perhaps they've been struggling for many years and now through working with you, they no longer uh, have to overcome those challenges. They've done it and they've achieved their goals and they're absolutely thrilled about that. Are you sharing that with your prospective clients? Do you have testimonials on your website? Do you have a system whereby you continue to compile those testimonials so that you can share those? If not, that's definitely something that you you really want to consider doing. Another hireability and desirability strategy is to continue to seed your programs. And what do I mean by that? To seed your programs and the steps that you take. For instance, you might have a system that offers three key steps and you might provide a bit of information around one of those particular steps and then you know everyone really enjoys listening to that and then want to know more. So you, in order for them to do that, they need to then step up and hire you to to take that to the next level. Just a couple of those ways that really will help you continue to build your hireability and desirability. So those are some really key things that you need to consider when you're speaking to a prospective client and you've received a no. Don't take it personally. Work through the beliefs that you have around selling and making a sale to ensure they're supporting you and they're empowering you so that you can have a confident conversation and of course ensure that you've got those practical steps in place to support you in building your credibility your hireability and desirability with your ideal clients now if this is something that you're continuing to struggle with and you'd really like some support around it why don't you do a couple of these things you can either sign up for one of my complimentary business breakthrough strategies We can have a look at where the gaps are in your business to help you position yourself in the best possible way with a prospective client. If you haven't already signed up for my gift, which is the Business Success Kit for Coaches, you need to go and do that. Um, It's bizsuccesskit4 with the number 4coaches.com. And of course, if you pop across to the website and you do a search for episode number nine, all of the links to the Business Breakthrough Strategy Session and the Business Success Kit for Coaches is on that website and on the show page that you can click through. But this is something that you really do need to work on because um, building a successful coaching practice and business means that you really develop confidence around selling, around positioning your programs and around having that conversation with a prospective client to support them in identifying that yes, you have the solutions to what they're struggling with and that they certainly would be investing in your services um, and you'll, you can support them in uh, achieving whatever goal it is that they desire. So make sure that uh, you sign up for those particular resources that I've shared. Fantastic. All right, well, let's move on to the question of the week. And this particular question comes from Deborah D. And Deborah's biggest hurdle that she has to getting paid what she is worth is not wanting to over promise results. Deborah, that's a really interesting question. We said not wanting to over promise results. Now, one of the things that I was thinking as I was reading that question is, you know, what are you saying? And you haven't really mentioned to me what you're saying to your ideal clients about the results that you can generate um, in that if you are showcasing the results that perhaps you have achieved or that perhaps other clients have achieved through investing in you and using the steps that you have um, in, you know, incorporated into your signature system and the program that you support your clients through in the coaching packages. Because other clients have achieved that, if they continue to take the right steps and do what it is that you show them what to do and work with you, there's no... There's no reason why that particular client, that new client, can't achieve or even exceed those specific results. So my question to you is, what's the feeling or what's the thought and what's the fear around you not wanting to overpromise results? Have a look at what's happening for you. Because if you're not wanting to overpromise results anymore, if you were that confident in your coaching services and you were confident that if with your support that if your client you know stepped up to the mark and they did what it was you know the action steps took the action steps that they needed to with your ongoing support that they would achieve um, great results then how differently what would you do differently that would support you in getting out there in an even more powerful memorable way so, you know, if you're a bit like Deborah and you're a little bit worried about overpromising your results, do an internal check to see you know what what is of concern to you, the reason why you don't want to get behind you know the successes that some of your other clients, you know what's stopping you from promoting those. And um, you may just find that uh, there is some self-worth that maybe you should spend a little bit of time around the belief about the value of your particular programs and packages and just how you can support your ideal clients. And once you do that, then you'll have absolutely no hesitation in showcasing the results, the outcomes, and the achievements that your clients can can secure through investing in you. So uh, I hope that was helpful, Deborah. Now, if like Deborah, you have a coaching question, or you have a question about your business development or something that's going on in your business, why don't you let me know what that is? And I'll look forward to answering it in an upcoming show. There's a number of ways that you can get in contact with me, just repeating those numbers in Australia, 97086930. If you're within the US, 5207779610. And of course, you can send a voice message via the send a voice message button on our website. Okay, today's inspirational tip, as always, it's a tweetable so you can share it with your community. Think you'll struggle to build your coaching business? You're right. Your beliefs determine your outcome. Change your beliefs. Think you'll struggle to build your coaching business? You're absolutely right. Your beliefs determine your outcome. Change your beliefs. I've spoken a lot about beliefs today and on today's show, and I really really encourage you to have a look at your beliefs what are you telling yourself what do you believe is true if you really think that you're going to continue to struggle if you think that you or believe that you need to work hard and that every single step that you take is going to be difficult for you then guess what it will be because your your beliefs impact your thoughts and feelings your thoughts and feelings impact your behavior your behaviour impacts your outcome, and you know I'd have to say that when I look back over my career coaching business, the most significant leaps and bounds that I made in my business's growth was when I had a look at the beliefs and change them to more empowering, helpful ones. Um, you know what is it that you're telling yourself about your business? What is it that you're telling about your you know telling yourself? and believing when you're having a conversation with a prospective client. Is the belief that you're going to struggle? Is it the belief that, hey, they're not going to pay me what I'm worth or they're not going to pay that much? Again, that belief is going to impact how you position yourself. It's going to impact how confident you come across. It's going to impact how you handle the objection conversation. You know what? I really do encourage you to spend some time on looking at the beliefs that you have and how they may be impacting your results. Well, everyone, that uh, brings us to the end of another show, and it's been another jam-packed show. Thank you, thank you for joining me today. Uh, lots of pretty pretty in-depth stuff today, pretty deep stuff there, all about beliefs and sales. I know that there's there, they are topics, sales is topics, and getting that know is something that many, many coaches struggle with. But you know what? There are practical steps that you can take. There are steps that you can take to work on your beliefs, to really strengthen you so that you can go forward in confidence and really showcase the value that you offer to your prospective client and to ensure that you're able to transform that no into a yes with your client because let's face it they're investing in themselves through investing in your program and uh, i know that you can support them in achieving whatever goals that they want you just need to step up to the mark and be able to do that uh, more confidently more memorably so when a client or prospective client uh, is ready to move forward You are the person that they reach out to. I hope you've uh, found some of the tips and strategies I shared in today's show of benefit. Let me know. What are you going to do? What are your uh ahas? As always, there's an area where you can comment below the show blurb. If you're listening to us from iTunes, why don't you pop across and rate the show and leave a comment? It's always wonderful to hear from you. Do you have a colleague or a friend that you know could uh, really benefit from the information that I've shared on today's show? Please share. Uh, with your community. As always, I really appreciate it. And as always, I really appreciate you as well. Until next time, have an absolutely inspired and empowered week. Here's to your success and brilliance. This is Anne-Marie.